Hello, everybody, and happy World Oceans Day, or almost World Oceans Day. I am so excited about today's episode. I have collected nine letters from me and some other wonderful people that I know that care deeply for the oceans. And so this episode is basically just one giant love letter to the ocean made up of various other love letters to the ocean and a little bit of kind of information sprinkled in there. So I want everybody to enjoy and we will get started with my letter and then I will introduce everybody as their letter comes along. I hope you enjoy. My dear ocean, what it is to love you. I can't know all that goes on within you as much as I would like to, but I can appreciate the power you hold. Some people say we contain multitudes within us. I don't know about myself, but you certainly do. Multitudes that we mere humans are just beginning to understand, yet we have been irrevocably changing your multitudes for centuries. There was a time when we thought you endless, that we could never dare to deplete your multitudes. How little we knew. Every day you remind us of your power with waves that continuously crash and lap at our coastlines. You care for us with the heat and water you lend us to survive on, and we repay you by decimating your fish stocks and dumping our toxic trash in your invaluable basins. Who are we to dare to claim authority over you? With your boundless energy and movement, you will outlast us all. You allow us to share this blue planet and your multitudes. We mustn't take your generosity for granted. Some say space is the last frontier. They think we should look towards interplanetary colonization. I think they are looking past the beauty and wonder below the waves. Why spend billions of dollars exploring other planets when there is so much of our own that we haven't even glimpsed? Why cause you more harm just to give up on you? Well, I won't give up on you. You give to me every day of my life and ask nothing in return. I will work each and every day of my life to give back to you. I owe you my life and my passion. I couldn't imagine a more noble cause than the exploration and conservation of the worlds below the thin blue line. Thank you for your multitudes. Love, Jordan. And our next letter is from Maddie, who I have connected with on Instagram, and she wrote some beautiful words about some magical time that she has spent on the Oregon coast. My imagination runs wild on rugged coastal shores. Ocean caves become portals to other worlds, and when I place my ear against a rock covered with acorn barnacles, I swear I can hear them chatting away amongst themselves. My voice softly echoes in a dark cave, dripping with salt water, singing siren songs to an audience of teeny crabs waiting patiently for the tide to roll in. I find a sea star in the sand, detached from its home in the nearest clump of ochres. I carry it back, watching as some of its teeny, sticky feet begin to find new purchase. I imagine the teeniest of thank yous drifting in alongside the roar. 
So that's the poem, but there's some really fun science behind the section where I talk about the acorn barnacles and how I swear I could hear them whispering to one another. I hadn't known this prior, but it turns out that acorn barnacles, the scientific name is Blanus glandula, make these clicking, grinding noises when they move around in their shells, and they're very common on the Oregon coast, which is where I was when I wrote this poem. I love that poem and I love the science at the end of it explaining the way that the barnacles move around in their shells and the way that that added to her experience on the Oregon coast. So the next one is a letter from 12 Tides, which is a company that I am a fan of that makes chips out of kelp and they're super delicious. So this is their letter to the ocean. Dear Ocean. We love a lot of things about you, but we'd have to say our favorite is one of your best-kept secrets, kelp. Chances are we all had similar first-time experiences with kelp. Either it washed up on shore and stunk, or it brushed your legs underwater and we screamed. But holy stipe all of the good things we don't see. The food and shelter it provides to marine animals, sea otters wrapping themselves in giant fronds, its ability to absorb carbon and reduce ocean acidification, The way it improves water quality, marine biodiversity, and abundance. How beautifully it sways underwater. And the fact that it provides one of the most nutrient-dense and delicious foods available without the need for pesticides, fertilizers, or fresh water. The ocean grows this food for us, on its own, 100% naturally, without need for human interference. Beneath that stinky stereotype lives a climate superhero, a way to produce food in a way that helps heal damaged ecosystems. Ocean, we believe that you hold the power to fight climate change. You give life to the world, so it makes sense that you have the power to help save it. We love you, Ocean. Thanks for all of your kelp, lol, up here on the surface. Best fishes to all, 12 tides. I absolutely love all of the puns that they have in that letter and just how much it shows what kelp does for us and for the ocean and how much they care as a company and not just as individuals. Our next letter is from my friend Caitlin from Australia, who you guys have heard from in my episode with her about going to school and kind of college or like studying marine science in Australia versus the U.S. So she wrote a wonderful letter expressing her love for the ocean. Dear Ocean, you have always been there for me, just sitting and lying in wait ever since I came across your gorgeous blue depths and ever-changing sea floor and dynamic eternal emotions. I've always found solace under your waves as a means of escape and a chance to be part of something much more meaningful than myself. You are who I have dedicated my time to, my hobbies and career. You have allowed me to see things and understand things that I only thought was possible in books. My whole life revolves around you and discovering what makes you tick. In essence, you have given me a life purpose greater than myself and a peace unlike any I have known. So this World Oceans Day, I am taking the time to celebrate you in all of your forms so that one day you'll be able to give everything you have given me to another. Lots of love, Caitlin. Thank you, Caitlin, so much for that letter and for your note of hope at the end for us being able to share what we love about the ocean with the future, which I love. Our next letter is from my little brother, Mason, and he is 
stretching out a little bit and writing this letter to the ocean and it's so adorable and I love it so enjoy dear ocean I visited you this weekend and once again was in awe of your beauty and power the most beautiful thing on this earth is how you create beautiful waves that lull me to a peaceful state and then crash down on the sand with a stamp of power you bring so much to our world with your comfort, power, and love. When I am sad, your power motivates me. When I am hungry, your water brings me life. And when I am tired, your restlessness gives me energy. My heart breaks every time I see videos of humans spilling poison into your water and killing the animals that call your water home. Humans have gotten so lost in our pursuit of power and monetary value that we dismiss how much power you bring us. No superficial items can replace what you gave us. Yet, we continue to dismiss you. I cry for you when I come to the beach to see your shores littered with the trash of ignorant people. I fight for you when people want to give up on your beauty and power, bringing light to your true greatness. I need to do more for you, as you do so much for me. I need to visit you more and gain the infinite wisdom you offer. I need to love you more, as you have always loved and cared for me. This is a letter of my love for you but also a letter of my promise to do more. You have never forgotten about me, and I can never forget about you. No matter what ignorant people try to do to you, some will give their life to you. I promise, I will be one of those people fighting until we cannot fight anymore. Love, Mason. Thank you, Mace, for that letter. It is so wonderful and wonderful to hear from so many different kinds of people and wonderful to hear how we're all striving to do better for our oceans. So the next letter is from Peter Perret, my father. Um, and he wrote another wonderful letter and reminisces a little bit about the way that the oceans have been with him throughout his life. Dear Ocean, this is a letter of love, reflection, and a deep, deep apology. It's been a little while since we have spent time together. Our last visit was when I saw you in the southernmost part of Chile, where you were cold and majestic, but even there I felt the weight and frustration that you were carrying. You have always been there for me and my people, quietly and consistently supporting us while giving us joy in life. With all my heart, I want to apologize for the fact that we have taken from you for so long, and despite our selfishness, you've never complained, but have continued to hold us support us and love us but i know that you do not have unlimited energy my dear friend ocean i remember when i first met you as a kid at the new jersey shore <laughs> wow that was quite a long time ago wasn't it i was mesmerized by your power that time you held me in your arms and tumbled me in your waves i remember this jellyfish that you loved and supported that my brothers and i would throw at each other the fish that we were that were enjoying the bounty that you provided and the joy that everyone felt in your presence. Even though I was quite young and it was a long, long time ago, I also remember the lack of love we were showing you from all the trash I saw on the beach and the clouds I saw in the background from the factories. Remember that time I snorkeled with you in the Virgin Islands? Oh my gosh, were you beautiful. Crystal clear, full of life, warm and embracing. The dinner you gave us that night from the fish I caught and the natural light show the phosphorescence you support provided us were magical. As I look back, 
I see that you unconditionally and beautifully loved us, but we took you for granted and acted like you would always be there for us, even though we were not there for you. My dear friend, thank you for your awesomeness in Alaska when my son and I paddled in your sparkling waters for eight days. I could see the salmon 20 feet down, the whales frolicking on the surface. And I also saw the strength and resilience you showed after the Exxon Valdez tankers spilled 11 million gallons of oil into you. As always, you showed us beauty and vibrancy as you quietly took our mistreatment. But I also see the challenge it has been for you and the selfishness we are showing you. I saw this again on my recent travels to South America. The plastic I saw on every beach I walked on in Colombia, Peru, and Chile. The retreating glaciers that I experienced in Patagonia and the struggle you are continuing to embrace. As you graciously shared yourself with me on this trip, I could see that the sparkle you usually have in your eye was a bit dimmed. I could feel a lessening of your strength and a tiredness in your presence, despite the fact that you were still there working hard for all of us. My dear Ocean, you have been an unconditional friend who has never asked for anything. And I see the toll that our selfishness has taken on you. It is time that I and my people open our eyes to see what you mean to us and to hold your hand and help you heal just as you have always held ours. We know that we cannot be without you, and we are so sorry for the selfishness that we have shown you. We love you, my dear friend, with all my love, Peter. Thank you, Dad, for that letter, and I enjoyed so much getting to hear a little bit about your past with the ocean and some of your stories about the Jersey Coast and all of that. So our next letter is from Hannah, and Hannah is an environmental educator and has devoted her life to educating people about the ocean. So it's a super fun letter to hear. Mother Ocean, my love for you has evolved over many years to what it is today. You offered a better alternative to senior classes in high schools on sunny days and a place of peace when life got overwhelming. For the last 10 years, I have had the opportunity to discover all that lies beneath your waves that I jumped as a child and beyond the sand between my toes. It's now within you when I have my most precious moments of peace, childlike discovery and adventure. It is in the ocean that I find the most joy and feel most free of life demands. Thank you for providing that for me and so many others. For as long as I am breathing, I will love you deeply and remain your tireless advocate. With gratitude, Hannah. Hannah, I'm sure the ocean so much appreciates and loves having you as an advocate for it. So thank you from the ocean. Um, the next letter is from Whitney Freya, my mom. Um, and she's kind of similar to my dad, reminisced a little bit about the way that the oceans have been with her in her life. And again, it's just so fun to hear so many different people talking about the oceans and how much they love them. Ah, the ocean. I remember as a child experiencing boogie boarding for the first time in the waves and body surfing, and I fell in love. I loved how the waves just catapulted me across the surface. And I also appreciated the feeling of being 
in the washing machine underneath a wave and I could feel the power. And then later in my childhood, I had two different experiences where I got pulled out by the undercurrent and ended up far from shore and the pull and the waves and the rocks and the ocean introduced me to my mortality and I gained an immense respect for the ocean. The ocean is often a symbol for me of how I am constantly being invited to dive underneath the surface, both literally and figuratively in my life, how much lies underneath the surface that can only be seen if I am courageous enough to take a big breath and hold it and submerge in mysterious waters into the unknown. So ocean on this special day, I send you my love and respect and gratitude for all the fun and all the lessons you've taught me. And may we all remember how to fully appreciate and care for you and receive the gifts that you are consistently offering us. Every time a wave laps up on shore, we are reminded of how intimately our survival is dependent on your vastness and your depths and your power. Thank you. Thank you, Mom. Um, that was a beautiful letter, and I loved, again, so much how there's a note of hope and a note of urgency for all of us to band together and help the oceans and show the oceans our love, just as the oceans show us their love every single day. And this is the last letter, letter in the form of a poem um, from Riley, my little sister, and it is a beautiful poem, so I hope you all enjoy it. Dear Ocean, I love you. I love your soft waves that lap at my feet and your strong swells that lift my weightless body. I love the water you hold that supports so much life and your never-ending horizon that prompts the mind to wander. Dear Ocean, I'm sorry. I'm sorry that your abundance has been taken for granted and your resources exploited. I am sorry that we have used you, used you for power, used you for money, and used you to hide what we don't have the strength to confront. I am sorry we have filled you with our waste and killed your ecosystems. I am sorry. Dear Ocean, you are strong. Your strength is inevitable, daunting, and inspiring. Your strength gives me hope and broadens perspectives. Your strength is teaching us that we are not the most powerful, and your strength is to be respected. Dear Ocean, I see you. We see you. Your energy is contagious and makes the impossible possible. Your energy fills beaches with laughter and calms a busy mind. Your energy brings peace. Your energy brings happiness. Dear Ocean, I love you. Riley. So that is the last of our letters to the ocean for today's episode. Thank you all so much to the eight wonderful humans that wrote letters to the ocean and sent them in to me for this episode. I enjoyed so much getting to hear 
you all express your love and admiration and appreciation to the to the ocean and let's make this a an annual episode world oceans day is on thursday june 8th so on that day if you are listening to this or if you're listening to this a little bit before or even a little bit after after let's just take this day and every day to express our gratitude for the ocean and as a way of doing that right now so your action item is a very present action item. You can all do it with me. So we're going to take two big breaths. So take one breath with me. And then we're going to take another breath. And just reflect on the fact that that first breath came from the ocean. So every other breath that we take comes from the ocean. And even if you live in the middle of a landlocked state or in the middle of a country that has no ocean, don't worry. The ocean still impacts you and you still impact the ocean. So let's all spend a little bit of time every day showing some appreciation for our oceans. That is all I have for you all today. So thank you so much. Don't forget to follow the podcast on Instagram, TikTok, and Twitter at Oceans of Hope Pod. And just as a gentle reminder, we have stickers available on my website, jordanferay.com. And if you yourself are inspired to write a letter to the ocean from this episode i would love to hear it or see it you can send it to um on my instagram or on my email at deepblueworld1 at gmail.com and i will link all of that below so thank you again to everybody that sent in the letter i so appreciate it and had so much fun and have a wonderful rest of your day everybody